0: From the FT in London, I'm Joshua Oliver, and this is The Big Read, a weekly podcast featuring the best of our long-form reporting from around the world. The development of artificial intelligence has become a straight race between China and the United States. The U.S. has long enjoyed an edge in engineering, but access to vast troves of data may prove to be China's secret weapon. Louise Lucas and Richard Waters report on the contest for supremacy in one of the next century's most important technologies. Their story is read by Richard. Algorithms trained on mountains of Chinese data may soon be making decisions that deeply affect the lives of people in the U.S. Take Yitu Technology, a Shanghai-based artificial intelligence startup that won top honors in two AI competitions in the U.S. last year for its facial recognition technology. The system was built for Chinese law enforcement, using data collected by the authorities. Or, as the company boasts, it was honed on the world's largest portrait system, covering more than 1.5 billion people. Yitu is now looking for customers in the US to put its software to work. Says Wu Shuang, who heads its Silicon Valley research group, There are a lot of applications for this technology. It isn't alone. Shenzhen-based Meilong Technologies has also trained its image recognition algorithms on masses of Chinese data, in its case by analysing hundreds of thousands of photos from fashion shows to identify trends for clients in the garment industry. It says it is now trialling the technology with e-commerce companies in the US says Chief Technology Officer Matt Scott, a former Microsoft researcher who moved to China to co-found the company, a key difference in China is there are just more people, more data, more businesses. He says, having access to that data in China, we can export the technology around the world. Algorithms like these are the advance guard in a battle that will go a long way to determining economic leadership in the era of big data, a contest where China is catching up quickly and is now vying with the US to be the dominant force. The AI revolution is often thought of in terms of robots or drones that can do tasks once performed by humans. But its impact will also be felt in a less visible way, the ability to sweat data the hardest. Machine learning systems that can find patterns by analyzing large data sets are at the cutting edge of today's artificial intelligence. For some industries, deep learning, the most advanced form of the technology, has the potential to create value equivalent to as much as 9% of a company's revenues, according to a report in April from McKinsey Global Institute. That translates into trillions of dollars of potential economic value. And the US and China are the clear leaders. Says Michael Chewie, a McKinsey partner who led the study. If you look globally, it's a two horse race in AI. In China, the AI boom has fed the country's swelling sense of self confidence in its expanding technology base. President Xi Jinping has made AI one of the central pillars of the Made in China 2025 plan to transform the country's economy and has set a goal of being the world leader in the technology by 2030. At the same time, China's advances are also contributing to an opposite paranoia in the US that its technology exceptionalism can no longer be taken for granted. The Trump administration's plans for a trade war with Beijing are motivated, at least in part, by fear of China's advances in new technology. Says Robert Silvers, a partner at legal firm Paul Hastings and a former assistant secretary for cyber policy at the Department of Homeland Security. It's clear that the U.S. government sees itself in a tech arms race with the Chinese government. He adds... The U.S. is taking the view that these kinds of technologies are so transformative that the country that gets the lead is going to have not just economic or tech advantage, but also national security advantage. One reason the contest over AI is so charged is that it's connected with a race to find a new military edge. As well as answering mundane customer queries and piloting driverless cars, the same technology can also synchronise drone swarms, analyse pictures taken by spy drones, and control autonomous boats. Dominance in AI could bring a step change in warfare, says Sean Gawley, who is founder of Prima a Silicon Valley AI startup whose backers include the CIA's venture capital arm. Technology shifts like this can undermine the military advantage of great powers. He says it's likely to be coupled with the reordering of global power. Whoever is best at this will be in a strong position in 10 years time. Russian President Vladimir Putin found his own way to raise the rhetorical stakes over AI last year when he said, whoever becomes the leader in this sphere will become the ruler of the world. According to most experts, the US still has a clear lead. It takes three things to be a world-class AI power. The most advanced algorithms, specialized computing hardware, and a good supply of the raw material that machine learning systems depend on, data. Last year's Go match, where a system built by Google subsidiary DeepMind trounced leading player KG in the ancient Chinese board game, was China's wake up moment in AI, according to one Google executive. This person says, only when the Russians launched the Sputnik did the US realize how far they had come. China had that moment when they lost at AlphaGo. That view is echoed by some in China. For top talents, clearly the US will still be the main resource. I think there's no question of that, says Rong Jin, who is head of machine intelligence technologies at Demo Academy, Alibaba's research program. The perception in China, is that Americans throw themselves into fundamental research and are heavy-duty mathematicians, the discipline at the heart of AI, while Chinese tend to study coding or engineering. Yet despite those advantages, China is rapidly narrowing the algorithm gap. When it comes to the output of China's research institutions, the statistics are definitely rising sharply, says Oro who runs the AI Research Institute of Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen. He points to other signs of China's growing AI capability. From the reading comprehension test earlier this year, in which AI newcomer Alibaba tied for top honors with traditional research power Microsoft. He also points to the strong showing of Chinese researchers in the annual ImageNet competition for image recognition. On the second category of competition, hardware development, China has been slow to build the sort of homegrown chip industry needed to put it on the leading edge. That has been partly due to a series of decisions that effectively bar the acquisition of US chip companies, which started under the Obama administration and accelerated under President Donald Trump. But it is in the final area, the availability of raw data, where most experts believe China's AI advantage lies. China has reams of data on its citizens and is not afraid to use it. This is partly due to a state that monitors everything from birth. Facial recognition is so widespread, you can be picked up for jaywalking and stopped from stealing tissue at the Temple of Heaven in Beijing. But it is also a tribute to China's early move online. This is a country where people order, shop, pay, and play online, leaving massive data footprints that enable merchants to accurately target ads and promotions. The density of people is proportional to the density of data, says a leading Chinese machine intelligence scientist. Chinese attitudes to data privacy are becoming slightly less lax, but regulations are still a million miles from Europe, which is at the other end of the spectrum and will introduce tough privacy rules later this month, known as the General Data Protection Regulation. Yet American companies like Facebook, Google, and Amazon also have masses of data, says Mr. Wu at Yitu. That suggests that general purpose AI applications like facial recognition will be the preserve of all the big data platforms, regardless of their country of origin, says James Manyecker, who is a partner at McKinsey. By contrast, more specialized applications could be perfected where the data are the richest. When it comes to manufacturing, for instance, China is collecting a lot more data, says Mr. Manyecker. This data advantage could be greatest in fields where regulation has made access to information harder or prevented it from being collected in the first place, according to some experts. Earlier this year, for instance, Google published promising research suggesting it could predict the risk of heart attack by using image recognition software to study retinal blood vessels. The research relied heavily on UK Biobank, which is a database drawing on a detailed study of volunteers in Britain beginning in 2006. Yet only 631 people in that database had medical conditions relevant to the research. That made the data set relatively small for deep learning, Google said, reducing the effectiveness of the algorithm it was able to train on the information. According to one expert, Chinese medical AI researchers, by contrast, have been able to tap into far bigger data sets. If China is rich in data, then it also has the economic opportunities to exploit it, something that has helped lure back many haigui or returning sea turtles like Mr. Jin. AI is being harnessed in law where machines have replaced stenographers in more than 6,000 courts. On the roads to manage traffic, in hospitals to detect tumours, and in Shanghai subway stations where you can buy tickets by talking to the machine. Says Mr. Rong, AI has the biggest opportunity in China versus any Western country. Chinese executives talk about a smart city scheme that halved the time it takes to speed ambulances from depot to patient to hospital by dint of switching traffic flows and traffic lights. The Smart Cities scheme also offers another point of difference with the US, collaboration between state and private companies on a large scale. In addition to projects aimed at traffic management, crowd control, finding missing children and elderly, cutting down hospital wait times, the list goes on, All the big players have joint research labs with government. This is part of a broader experimentation that is lacking in the US, says Mr. Wu. Overall, he says, the Chinese tech scene is more dynamic right now, particularly in terms of trying out new ideas and products. As he puts it, people are just trying out more new things. That has not been lost on investors in the US. One leading Silicon Valley venture capitalist puts the difference in AI opportunities bluntly. He says, the business is bigger and better in China. This economic momentum behind AI is closely aligned with another powerful force, a sense of national mission. That has brought a hydrant of money and clear industrial policy. This state-led strategy is also closely aligned with national champions, Baidu, Alibaba and Tencent, all private companies. Washington has done much less to promote a national agenda. The Silicon Valley investor says, What's the national direction around AI and robotics in the US? It's nothing. It's missing. The government is flailing around. Worse, the Trump administration's attempts to clamp down on immigration has upset the U.S. tech industry, which has drawn heavily on overseas talent, not least Indian and Chinese engineers. The heads of AI at Apple, Facebook and Microsoft, as well as Google's cloud computing division, were all born outside the U.S. Says Mr. Erzioni, We've seen more and more students choosing not to come to the US. We're in the process of shooting ourselves in the head. He points to one sign of how the talent pendulum is swinging away from the US. Google and Microsoft have both opened AI research centers in China to tap the AI workforce there. Yet the expertise advantage that the US has will not disappear overnight. Companies like Yitu from China are moving in the opposite direction because they believe the U.S. West Coast is still the magnet for many of the world's top engineering brains. As Mr. Wu says, half the AI engineers in Silicon Valley are Chinese. Thanks for listening to the FT Big Read. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on all the usual apps. The FT Big Read is produced this week by Joshua Oliver. The inexorable rise of China, the changing nature of work, the future of liberal capitalism, the power of Silicon Valley, the world of artificial intelligence. Join Gideon Rackman, Sarah O'Connor, Martin Wolf, Rana Faruhar, and John Thornhill as they explore some of the most significant questions of our age in a new podcast, The FT Big Picture. To listen and subscribe visit ft.com slash podcasts.